Wow, Matt, fellow adventurer, we are with Sir Crokington, as it's time to finish off Proving Grounds 4, The Troll Hunter. We're now going back to just regular hunting of trolls. Just regular business. A hunting ye shall go. The Bloodstrike Clan. We begin the scenario. For the better part of the month, you prowl the wilds of Western Tysa with Juig and his crew, collecting a vast array of grizzly trophies as trolls, ogres, and the occasional goblin fall prey to the company of master huntsmen. Late one afternoon, you and Tanvar are returning from a scouting mission when you encounter a band of five forest trolls deep in the woods. The fearsome creatures, each with a stripe of blind, dried blood painted down the centre of his face, roar in unison and immediately start towards you. I've heard of this pack, says Tanvar, as the two of you prepare to engage the enemy. The Bloodstrike Plan, they've been called. They've been an unpleasant fixture about these parts for some time. Let's have a go at clearing that up. The five trolls suddenly break into a charge. Two of the beasts squash at Tanbar, while the other three bear down on you, using the rugged terrain to your advantage. You position yourself so you only have to engage e you need only engage each each of the three trolls in turn. And here's the first troll. Swipes at you with its deadly claws, I stab with my deglier deadlier knife. I do a special, a sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you're laying three impossibly swift blows upon your enemy for 22 damage. But he count this troll counters with his own special, as an enraged war deafens you. As the troll's stone-like claws wake across your torso, and your legs too, carving into your flesh for 21 damage, but... That won't be for that won't last them long. Yeah, and slain. Fourteen XP. The second troll is instantly upon you. Somehow managing to not fall over its companion. I guess you get used to that. Climbing over your dead companions when you're a monster. The forest troll swipes at you with his deadly claws. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. It did, it did the, the special claw weight, 14 damage. The third troll wars as it steps over the carcass of his slain kin and wakes at you with his stone hard claws. An enraged war deafens you as the troll's stone like claws waste across your back, carving into your flesh for 12 damage. I do impossibly swift blow for 12 damage. Yeah, we're all, I'm pulling well ahead, and it is slain. 14 XP. Well then, that settles that, says Tanvar, leaning on his troll bot as he carefully surveys the surrounding forest. When he's certain it is safe, he sets about skinning and deboning the troll carcasses. When he's finished, he packs away the grim reminders of the kill and turns to you. Supposedly, the leader of this clan is quite a terror. Don't suppose you'd like to try hunting him down? Important. This is in a this is in a box. It's in green text. Important. You will still score a victory for this scenario if you do not choose to hunt down the clan leader. So, if you're running low already, and you're more concerned with maintaining your Maintaining your ATs, then getting a little bit of extra experience, you could turn it down. But, that's not really a concern now. Because the game has advanced a lot and stats are much, 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 much higher than they were than when this was first released. So let's hunt down the troll clan leader with Tanvar. It doesn't take long to locate the lead of the Bloodstrike clan. You and Tanvar come upon the forest troll 
and two of his hulking kin moving west through the woods, not terribly far from where the company has set up camp. One of us takes the leader, whispers Tanvar, as the two of you move in to position the trolls. So no, that's of, it's of no concern to me. Let me know which one you want. Well, obviously, I'm going to take the leader. It's agreed. And, the three, and as the three trolls move past your hiding spot, you and Tanvar break cover, launching a brutal assault on the hulking fiends that catches them completely off guard. While Tanvar busies himself with his two foes, you briefly engage the fierce leader of this savage clan. This is the troll leader. Now you, you will not get bonded, but you will get stabbed. Swipes it through his deadly claws. Keep going, keep going. Stabity stab, stab, stab. Like most fights, it's a plus three. And it is slain. 136 experience. Almost as quickly as it began, the fight is over. Tavar congratulates you on a well-pitched battle as he unstraps his troll pond from his back. We've got to get you using one of these, he says. There's really nothing better for knocking them down. A search of the leader's, leader's body reveals a good amount of gold stuffed into the worn leather bag. Tanvar tells you to take the gold, as he has little use for it. Seriously, what is a troll going to do with gold? What? Okay, the silver troll? The silver claw trolls? Them having gold makes sense. They could they could shapeshift and be a human and buy things. But these trolls? What are they going to do with gold? What are they going to do with it? Do they just want it because it's shiny? I guess that, that's a good a reason as any. It's not like they can plop down to the local supermarket and buy a roast pig. Or whatever else they may like. Because everyone would be too busy screaming and running and calling the local militia. And the local militia would say, what, 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 eh? I can only handle goblins and ogres. I can't do trolls. Let's see if we can find Jerick. And then he turns up and bots them. You know, if he's anywhere close. But, I mean, he moves around a lot, so... You can't ever be quite sure if he's going to be... handy. Tanvar sets about... Yeah, well, it's 214 gold tokens. For whatever reason, this troll had gold. Of course, the reason is... You expect gold from defeating monsters. I mean, they could, but they could have just said, "You found a, you found a, crudely carved trinket, which you managed to sell for that much gold later." But this just cut just makes it a lot simpler. Canvas sets about skinning and deboning the slain trolls, a practice you still find rather gruesome. When he's finished. The two of you head off for the camp. It is approaching dusk when you once again find yourself at the camp. Jurig is pleased to hear about your slaying of the Bloodstripes and serves you and Tanvar steaming mugs of slightly bitter paleo. You really can't deny that this is the life fit for any king, says Jurig, as he retakes his seat next to the wall, roaring fire. For all their danger, these wilds hold more promise and beauty than a thousand walled cities. After they've all crumbled to dust, these forests will still be here there. And I very much hope that some folk like us are still wandering them. Dewey is silent for a moment as he stares into the fire. Do you detect a look of grief that briefly passes over his face? He sighs heavily and turns to you, placing his placing a broad hand on your back. My friend, he says, straight, smiling, if you're going to continue thrashing these beasts, it's high time I showed you how to wield a troll bond. We start tomorrow at dawn. Alright. 128 experience to general. That finishes this scenario. The next part is... 
the troll bot. It's all about the troll bot. Begin the scenario. Adhering strictly to his word, Jurig rouses you from your slumber next to the fire just before dawn and an open space not far from the camp. You begin your first lesson with the troll bot. For several days, between hunting expeditions and the duties of the camp, Jurig teaches you the art of wielding a troll bot. I have to say, Sir Crobington, he marks as you execute a near perfect downstroke with the weapon. I've yet to, yet to have anyone pick up the short of it faster than you have. Good show! You don't need any further instruction from me. Just some good old fashioned practice at it. And I think we can arrange. I think we can arrange that, sure enough. You've acquired the skill Weaponry Troll Bunt. Your current level of mastery is 10. Which is Apprentice. And of course, I'll, be, I'll quickly be able to level up a lot using the stored experience. But that will be later. Of course, you need one of these, says Jurik, as he tosses you a well-crafted pole bot. Must say, it's a fitting weapon for you. I pity, pity any wicked beast foul enough to cross your path. I now have my very own troll bot. It has the power of the bont for bonting trolls with a bont. It's got a melee rating of plus two. It requires ten might. Because it's a bloody big thing. And it needs two hands. So pretty much don't use it against anything other than trolls. Troll bonts are weapons that are specifically designed to slay trolls. This the troll bond was invented by Dewey Galroth, better known throughout the realms as the Troll Hunter. This weapon is of well crafted crafted quality. Now Time to unequip my shield and equip my troll bond. My miller rating has gone down a lot, but now I have specials against trolls. You thank him for the weapon and examine more closely, silently noting the many indications of the quality of his craftsmanship. Well, what do you say we give a go, says Jewick, strapping his old troll bunt on his back. Come on then, let's go hunting. Within the hour, you and Jewick are deep in the forest east of the camp, following the trail of a lone troll. Druig pauses at the top of a small wise and crouches down, pointing to the north. Following his finger, you spot a massive troll moving slowly through the trees, stopping every few steps to tilt its, tilt its head skyward as it sniffs the air. Knows we're here, somewhere, whispers Jig, his eyes narrowing as he stares hard at the creature. Let's see if he's up for it. Druig why? Rises and strides boldly down the opposite side of the wise, making as much noise as possible with each step that he takes. You follow suit, tromping along noisily behind him. The troll spins in your direction, snarls loudly, and begins looping towards you. He's all yours, Sir Crokington, says Drig, who draws and holds his troll bunt at the ready. You plant your feet and bravely hold your ground as the fearsome forest beast charges into melee range, warring and wildly swiping at you with its deadly claws. It is time to bond a troll! Now, because troll bonds are large, and they have to be large so they can hit the... hit the three... hit the three... three areas at once, Sir Crokington has got a little bit bigger. So he can lift the troll bot. That's just something he does some. She does sometimes. You swing your troll bot at your foe. Do 14 damage. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Swipes it with his deadly claws. Right, where's my special? Ah, here we are. Bon! You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bunt. 
for 11 damage. And then I swing my troll bond at the foe for 39 damage. So 50 damage in one round. It is slain. 23 XP. That's putting it to them, says Drig, as he readily skins and debones the slain troll. Soon or later, we'll get to South Dawn Keep and dispose of our take for some gold. You can parlay. Parlay troll skin and troll bone into gold. But I've yet to see anyone parlay it into ale. Now that would be a trick. Upon your arrival back at camp, you are pressed into aiding Wheel and his partner in a dice-based game of chance called Skip Dance against Brecken and a huntsman named Tillin. The game abruptly concludes when Wu has lost a significant amount of gold. He swipes up the dance, dice and swarms off across camp, leaving the three of you sitting by the fire. Tomorrow, we ride for South Dawn, now sees Drig, who suddenly appears out of the dark and takes a spot recently occupied by a wheel. We'll unburden ourselves of our take and load up on their gold. Then, perhaps, we'll try our luck up with her. I assume. I assume there'll be time for a nice, long, frothing drop. Drop or two, says Wheel. That, my dear lads, says Jig, reaching over and slapping the huntsman on the shoulder, goes without saying. How about a game of skip dance? Where have those dice got to? And that finishes this scenario for 128 experience to general. Okay, the next one is a hill full of trolls. Now before I face a whole hill full of trolls, I want to get better at using the troll bot. So time to cash in. Well, I already have three Pacific experience from that one fight. But that's not nearly enough. Time to cash in my stored experience. There we are. 34,744 experience to the troll bot. Alright, I should now be able to level it up lots and lots and lots. Which I think, I'm not sure whether that increases the frequency of bombs, but maybe it does. But even if it doesn't, it will affect my minute rating. Alright, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Yep, just keep levelling up, levelling up the troll bunt. So I can bunt some trolls with my troll bunt. That's what it's for, it's for bunting trolls. Bunting them on the face. Because it's such a disgrace when there's a troll around. To level 70, 71, 72. There we are. That is all I need. Right. And that raises my MR to 285, even with the 12 bombs equipped. And no shield. If it goes higher with others because of the lack of shield. And it's. It's just a well-crafted weapon, so it's a lot less powerful than the other weapons. But maybe that'll be fixed later. Or maybe not. Well, in fact, I know. I know, because I've done this before. And you'll find out if you keep this thing anyway. Now, with our super troll-bonting skills, we are now... We are now a master of the troll-bont. Probably the second greatest troll bonter in the land, right after Jirig. Alright, select Troll Hunter Hill Fill of Trolls. Begin. For two days, the company rests at South Dawn Keep. As honoured guests of the fortress's lord, General Yelbarn, the grizzled warrior, whose duty is to extend the prep protection of the crown to the kingdom's outlying western settlements has come to value Drig and his band of huntsmen as staunch allies in the fight against the beasts of the wild. 
Travellers passing through this part of the kingdom often seek refuge within the keep's walls while they rest from the road. It is among these folk that Jewig manages to find merchants eager to buy the bones and skin he has amassed during his recent hunts. This time is no different. Not a bad tally at all, he says, pulling you aside and presenting you with a large quantity of gold. There's a double share for you, Sir Crokington. Now, don't go spending it all on wine and song. 2,500 gold tokens. Very nice. Too soon, it is time to leave South Gorn. South Gorn and resume the hunt. Drig tells you that he will take the company north and east, hunting his way towards Trithic. You agree to remain, remain with him on the hunt until Trithic. After which you tell him you must get at last. Get on with your own affairs. Can't convince you to stay on then, he says, grinning crookedly. We'll see, my friend. The hunt's not an easy thing to give up. We'll see. Two days out from South Torn Keeps finds you standing at the base of a rocky slope in a dense section of forest early one afternoon while Wheel and Brecken mount the hill in an attempt to learn if the group of trolls you've been tracking are somewhere on the other side. Suddenly, both the huntsmen turn and dash headlong down the slope, pursued by six warring forest trolls. You step back from the base of the hill on a super combat ready stance, preparing to make a stand with your two companions. Much to your dismay, six more trolls! Tossed hurtle over the top of the wise, their savage wars echoing, echoing ominously off the surrounding trees. This is just the start, the pants wheel. As he draws up at your side and readies his troll wand, you should see what's on the other side of the hill. Oh, pack of them, Crass Beckin, who tosses his troll wand aside in favour of a wide bla- bladed axe. Odds are still on Oz, I'd say. You grit your teeth and prepare for a brutal fight as the first six trolls tar- charge into the three of you. And just two for me. Time for bonting. Bont! You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bont for 20 damage. Keep go bont again! Another masterful downstroke for 29 damage. Keep going, keep going. Going. Yeah. Oh, I didn't finish off with a bont. What's the point if you don't finish off with a bont? 22 XP. 10 of which going to towards weaponry troll bont. The trolls are dispatched with relative ease, but they are quickly replaced by the second wave of six. Wheel unleashes a fierce battle cry as he leaps forward, striking at the foremost of this second batch with his troll bont. Two of the charging beasts launch themselves at you, snarling and crawling as they attempt to overpower and snap and slay you. Two forest trolls. Bont! You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bond for 36 damage. The troll's powerful laws. Jaws lock onto you as this fearsome creature attempts to tear flesh from bone. That's 15 damage special from it, not as good as mine. Ooh, look at this. Bont! 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 You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bot for 76 damage. Yes. It's all about the bonting. Keep going, keep going. Bont! Another masterful downstroke for 59 damage. You've slain your foe. 53 XP. Covered by the blood of your slain foes, you rush to Beckin's aid as he struggles to put down the second of the two, two trolls he faced. Your timely, well-placed bolt blow sends a ferocious beast sprawling to the ground where the young huntsman clearly removes its head with a single stroke of his axe. Wheel sprouts a warning at you and you look up to find a massive tide of trolls spilling over the top of the hill. You count at least two dozen trolls rushing down the hillside. With your heart pounding, you ready yourself to face the onslaught. You don't have long to wait. 
The wave of trolls sweeps into the three of you. Three forest trolls. Time to bolt them. Bolt. Oh, that's, that's just six damage with that bolt. Could do better than that. Bolt. You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bolt for 14 damage. Bontity bolt, bolt, bolt. Bolt for 11 damage. And then bolt for 46 damage. It is slain. 38 experience. Wheel places his back up against yours. So he fends off four of the savage creatures. He fells one with a single stroke of his troll bolt. And out of the corner of the eye, you spot Beckin. And he cleaves the arm off one of his mighty assistants. Staying back to back with Wheel. You defiantly engage another trio of foes. Trolls. It's three forest trolls, time to bolt. Swing your troll bond at your foe. Ex masterful downstroke for 72 damage. Then another for 23 damage. And then another for 17 damage. Which finishes them off. 70 XP. One of the larger trolls charges in from the left, and you turn just in time to deflect a savage bowl blow that could have easily ended your life. The cool creature howls in rage as you expertly counter its attack as a large forest troll. Swipes with its deadly claws, but you're facing a troll bot, and that's far more deadly for you. Bont for 51 damage, and then Bont for 63 damage. One more Bont. It's only got 4% health left. Oh, we do it just, just a regular swing. No Bont. And it is slain. I want more bonds. 71 XP. The more troll, two more trolls leap over the twisted remains of your slain foe. You nimbly sidestep a, a clawed swipe and strike out at the snarling pair. Two forest trolls. Let us bounce. But let them be bonting. Bont for 21 special. And the fearsome swipes with his deadly claws. The troll's powerful claws lock onto you as the fearsome creature attempts to tear flesh from bone for 12 damage. Bont for 63 damage. Whew, so many good specials. Keep going, keep going. Oh, just slay it with a regular. Don't want to slay it with a regular. Don't want to slay it with a bont. 70 XP. The trolls are all dead. Together with we and Brecken, you return to the camp nearly two hours after the end of the battle, burdened with pelts and bones of the slain trolls. Okay, can we even carry them all? It does look like some sort of... What's that? The, 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 what, that game when you're a postman? And you carry what? And you're in the wilderness? Like, like that. Yeah, like uh, a backpack just... Going way over your head. There's so many troll skins and bones. Duke is amazed. And appears quite impressed when he relates him the details of the encounter. You've got me thinking, Sir Crokington, says Drig. As you sit next to the fire. Fire later that evening with a steaming mug of paleo. Maybe some what day I'll see, seem a way to giving all this up. Take up the life of the venture or some such thing. I don't imagine it's any easier, mind you. But sometimes, different enough. Just the thought. One never knows. Duig bids you good night and hurls the remainder of his paleo into the fire as he heads off to locate his steep, sleeping furs. You put down your mug and lie down next to the fire, turning your back to the crackling, crackling bay blaze. You lower your head onto a makeshift pillow of moss and leaves and drift into an uneasy sleep. And that gets and that finishes that scenario with five hundred and twelve experience to general, which is nice. Alright, twenty-six scenarios down. Now on to part sixteen. The last hunt. We start with the Ridge part one. Begin this scenario. And there's a wee cap, but we've, oh, I've just read that, so now, now the adventure continues. 
The bright sunshine of the following afternoon finds you, Jewig, and Wheel scouting a ridge several several hundred yards inside a particularly dense section of forest west west of the camp. A careful examination of the area has revealed it to be a haunt frequented by trolls. As you move along the base of the wick, Jewig silently unstraps the troll bond slung across his back, signalling the hunt has begun. A sudden agonised cry from behind chews you to the core. Jig turns and rushes in the direction of the cry, his weapon raised to strike. You spin around and witness him charging headlong towards a forest troll, now crouching over a whale, who lies unmoving, face down on the ground. As Drig engages the fearsome beast, you spot two more trolls creeping through the trees to the south, padding stealthily in this direction. Without a second thought, you move swiftly to intercept them. You leap into the path of the creeping trolls, Clearly startling both of the savage creatures, they rise up to their full fearsome height and roar as they come at you with tooth and claw its two forest trolls begin combat. BONT! For 48 damage as I execute a masterful downstroke with the bo- troll bunt. The mo- forest trolls swipe at you with their deadly claws. Keep going, another BONT for 9 damage. BONT! 10 damage. Bont for 20 damage and that finishes them off. They are slain. 14 XP. Druig bounds past you and engages two more trolls moving in from the south. He shouts a warning to you and you turn to your right to find a trio of the savage beasts slinking through the trees towards you. You press your back up against the thick trunk of an oak and bravely hold your ground against the two trolls. The first two trolls Two twelves, alright, let's bolt them. Swing it. In rage war, definitely you as the troll's stone-like claws wake across your torso, tearing into your flesh for twelve damage. Bont for thirty-three damage. And then another bont for sixty-nine damage, which is very nice. You have slain your foe. Twenty-three XP. The last. A largest of the three trolls bellows loudly as it stomps into melee range, swiping at you with its stone-hard claws. This is a massive forest troll, but the bigger they are, the harder they fall, and the more of them there is to bont. Begin combat. For bont, right away for 45 damage. Swipes with his deadly claws. Ooh, masterful bont. Nine MR this round. Don't like that matters because it was already. It was already uh, a plus three. Bont. You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bont for 86 damage. That's ridiculous. Alright. Just wake your attack 24 damage and it is slain. Thanks to the power of bonting. 39 XP. The trolls are all dead. Drake moves swiftly to wheel and kneels by his side as he checks his vital signs. He hangs his head and shakes it slowly. Then turns turn the woodsman over and folds his limp arms across his chest. He's gone, says Drake fatly. And that's that. Play no regards to the remains of the dead trolls. Druig restraps his troll bunt to his back and scoops Wheel up in his arms. Without a word, he starts back in the direction of the camp. That afternoon, Wheel is laid to rest in a jet grave that Druig himself dug at the end edge of the forest. The simple ceremony, during which there were no tears. Well... Maybe from them, and few words remains one of the day, one of the most sombre events you can recall. When the brief ceremony concludes, you watch as Tramvar strolls past the open grave and tosses in the pair of dice that he and Wheel so often used in games of chance by the light of a campfire. 
He pauses briefly and mutters something inaudible to his departed friend before turning and walking away. The grim, a grim mood descends upon the company. The woodsmen spend the next few remaining daylight hours engaged in solitary activities. As afternoon turns to dusk, however, Jurek approaches you, approaches you and speaks in earnest. The lair of those beasts is yet to be found on that witch, he says. Make no mistake, Sir Krogunter, it is there. And, co and come dawn tomorrow, I would ask that you would go with me and find it. We'll travel light. I'll bring my dust, my sword and my bond. This time, I'm not interested in pelts and bones. Ooh, ooh, he's on a... He's going to have a roaring rampage of revenge. And that finishes that scenario for 128 experience to general. Moving on to the penultimate scenario, the Proving Grounds, the Ridge Part 2, begin. You, Juig, and Tanra set out at the break of dawn in search of the trawler that likely exists somewhere near the ridge you explored yesterday. As the three of you move through the forest, heading west from the camp, you sense that Juig is in an agitated, almost impatient state. He walks quickly. Without the prudent caution that treks through troll, troll country faithfully entail. No one speaks, though every now and then you and Tanvar share a puzzled glance. There, there it is, says Drig, as at last you draw up to the base of the ridge. Halfway up the side of the ridge, the end of a broad sloping track, is the dark mouth of a cave almost entirely concealed behind a curtain of vines and hanging moss. Typical troll hunt, he said, his demeanour slightly less dull. When he get up when he get up in there, I'll leave going in. Sir Crokington, follow behind me. Tanva, watch your back. They're sure Twig never completes the ford. A forest troll springs out from the nearby bush and slams into him. Knocking him off his feet and driving him into the earth with tremendous force. You and Tanvar leap to his aid, but before you can act, he has regained his feet, his feet and slain the troll with a single, brutal stroke of his sword. Behind you, he shouts, motioning rapidly with his hand. You turn to face four trolls bounding through the trees, making straight for you and Tanvar. Together, you rush out to meet their charge, each of you engaging two of the savage creatures, two forest trolls. Swipe at you with their deadly claws. I'm bonting. 14 damage from the bont. 13 damage from the bont. 18 damage from the bont. And then they just die. 23 XP. That's five less we've got to worry about sneaking up. Up from the back, says Drig, staring derisively at the troll car. Because it's all right then. Let's go. Be ready. Drig turns and starts up the broad, sloping track that leads to the mouth of the cave. You and Tanvar follow closely behind. You every sense alert for the first sign of danger. You are within ten yards of the cave mouth, when the tangle of fog of moss and vines that obscure its subtly part and a massive forest troll emerges followed by a trio of its hawking kin. The foremost troll snarls viciously exposing the jagged, rotting fangs cradled cradled in the mouth in its cavernous set of jaws as if attempting to deter you from continuing your approach. Drig Took grins and raises his troll bond, as if serving a warning to the four beasts. Leaving, leave him to me, he says, not taking his gaze off the lead troll. No sooner have the words left his lips, all four trolls charge. Druig intercepts the leader, spreading his four sprawling to the ground with a perfectly executed stroke of his weighty weapon. You and Tanvar fall back, 
avoiding the initial rush of the other three trolls. You swiftly find yourself fighting for survival against two of the savage brutes. The first is a massive forest troll. I bont, it swipes with its deadly claws. Bont for 19 damage, bont for 12 damage. An enraged war deafens you. The troll's stone-like claws wake across your torso, carving into your flesh for 15 damage. On bont! You execute a masterful downstroke with the troll bot for 71 damage. It is slain. 39 XP. The second troll, quite a bit larger than the one you just dispatched, leaps at you. His deadly claws come with an inch of tearing open the left side of, well, all of me, I guess. It's a massive forest troll. Begin combat. The forest troll swipes at you with deadly claws. Bont! 41 damage from a bont. Keep going, bont for 8 damage. An enraged war deafens you as the troll's stone-like claws wake across your torso, carving into your flesh for 18 damage. And then I bont it for 24 damage, and, it's, and it does its special for 13 damage. Bont for 12 damage, it does its special for 12 damage. Alright, it is slain. 71 XP. More of them, shouts Tanvar. Pointing at the mouth of the cave, as the troll he's battling below and bellows in agony and slumps to the ground at his feet. Sir Crokington, take the toe in the middle. You look up and see six trolls bounding out of the cave. The beasts divide ev evenly, with, with two of them heading for each of you. Tanvar and Jurig ready their troll pots to meet the enemy's charge. As you plant your feet... Prepare to square off against a savage pair now bearing down upon you. Suddenly, both trolls spring forward, hurtling through the air towards you. Their long arms outstretched and their fanged maws agape, picking a number. A bonus of 20, all from agility. Gotta get 50 or more, or they bite my head off. 70 success. You nimbly dodge the airborne attack. The trolls hurtle past and you turn to engage the vicious pair. The first troll bounds forward, warring, as it swipes out at you with stone-hard claws as a forest troll. Swipes with you with deadly claws, bond for 40 damage, bond for 10 damage, and bond for 42 damage, which, bought, which more than doubles my damage in that round, even though I rolled a 20. Which will and the quick stone will repeat the twenty you just you just rolled next round. It would, if it wasn't dead. It is slain. Twenty two XP. The second troll is immediately upon you. Go join your friend. Swipes you with deadly claws. Bont for twenty two damage and raised war deafens you. The troll's stone-like claws wake across your torso, carving into your flesh for 13 damage. A bont there for 50 damage or so, and then a bont for 28 damage. It is slain. 39 XP. Splattered with the blood of your slain foes, you turn to find Juig and Tanvar making their way over to you. Their heavy troll bonts resting over their shoulders. It's never easy, is it, says Juig. Sighing as he turns his gaze to the mouth of the cave. Come on then. Let's shore ourselves up and be done with this. Let the old father be with us in there. Drake turns and steps towards the cave. Weary, but also eager to be done with this business. You follow after him. Tanvar casts a last wary glance over the ridge and the surrounding forest before taking up his position at the weir. And that finishes this scenario for 256 experience to general. And so the next one is the final part of Proving Grounds of Proving Grounds 4. It's called A Small Voice. Who is the small voice? We shall see. The three of you advance through the dark interior of the cave. 
proceeding cautiously along a broad flat passage. Your path illuminated by the pool of light spilling forth from Tanvar's battered lantern. Drig, his tall bond resting across his chest, suddenly holds up his hand and you come to an immediate halt. Your body tenses as your eyes nervously scan the shadows ahead. Three trolls emerge from the darkness, looping along the cave passage and snarling viciously as they close in. You and Tanvar step forward. Drawing up next to Jurik in the broad passage as you prepare for combat. The troll attack is, is, is fierce and swift, but the three of you stoically hold your ground. Alright, I get one troll, we each get one each. Bont for 23 damage. Bont for 17 damage. Keep going, Bont for 38 damage. And then we finish it off with a little mini 11 damage bont. But we'll up, well, 20 for 39 damage as well, so 50 damage in one round. It is slow. 71 XP. Two more trolls rush out of the dark and lunge at you. You struggle to counter their savage attack. Two forest trolls. Bont for 16 damage. It does its claw waking special for 15 damage. Bont for 48 damage, and Bont for 37 damage, finishing it off. It is slain. 61 XP. Tanvar winces as he extracts the splintered fragment of a troll claw from a nasty gash on his forearm. Jig asks if he's alright to continue, and he nods grimly in response. Right then, he says, let's get on with this. For real, if nothing else. The passage continues for nearly 20 yards before passing through a tall, natural arch. Beyond the arch, the, pa the passage widens into a broad chamber with a high ceiling. Tanvar steps forward, allowing the lantern's glow to invade the chamber and chase away the deep gloom that limbers here. The scene that is revealed sends your heart racing. Is it a really, really big troll? At least 20, 20 trolls, most of them no more than half the size of a man, crowd in the far corner of the chamber, staring fearfully in the direction of the light. Two large trolls stand before them, keeping their young kin pressed back into the corner, while regarding the three of you with icy, contemptuous glares. They do not appear eager to attack but you sense they are prepared to defend the young trolls at all cost. Drig's fierce, unblinting gaze does not move from the trolls. A sneer forms out of his frown as he slowly raises his troll bond. For real, he growls, oh no. Is he going to kill all those children? I don't think we would like that. With both hands gripping his shaft, Drig raises the troll bond over his head and suddenly hurls the weighty weapon across the chamber into the opposite corner from where the trolls are hurdled. The troll hunter turns without a word, strides past you and Tanvar, and heads back along the passage out of the cave. Phew. Phew, I don't have to take part in child murder. Tanvar looks at you and nods but says nothing. The two of you follow behind Juig, keeping one eye on the passage behind you as you fall in with a rapid and surprising retreat. The episode in the cave on the ridge is never spoken of again. On returning to camp, Juig sees to it the preparations for the journey to Swithic are immediately set into motion. Within an hour of his, of his order, the company is packed up and ready to move out. Jurg's mood seems to lighten somewhat as the camp is picked, picked up. And he even shares a laugh with some of the, some of the men. And thanks both you and Tanvar for your help on the morning's mission. There is no mention of the actual events. At last, with everything in order, Jurg mounts his horse and signals the company to begin the long trek to Twithic. 
Drake rides past you, moving to the front of the company. And you notice for the first time since you've known him that he wears no weapon. There is no troll bond strapped across his back and no sword hanging from his waist. As you leave the camp, you pass by the grave of Wheel, the edge of the forest, and you turn to pay your last respects to a man you came to know as a staunch ally. There, upon the freshly packed earth, resting across Wild's troll bond, lies the sword suspiciously missing from Dewey's side. Ah, it looks like he's retiring. The journey to Trithic is long, but relatively uneventful. By the time the walls of the Adderstone loom into view out of the thick morning fog, fog, nearly a week after you broke camp at the site of Reel's grave, the company is eager for comfortable quarters, a hot meal, and a chance to spend their hard-earned gold. Drig tells his men to continue into the city ahead of him, and they're only too happy to accommodate his request. The each bid farewell to you, and several of them say that they hope your paths will, again, will cross again someday, one day. Tanvar and Beckin each pull their steeds in close, reaching short in a shoulder cross, before rejoining we we the column of huntsmen, now moving up to the city gates. You... You don't need me to sing your praises, smiles Jurig, meeting you in another shoulder cross. I've never met anyone quite like you, Sir Grogginton, and whether or not you know it or not, you've given me a new look at it all, who knows. After a rest and a few good drafts, maybe I'll see it all differently again. Thank you, friend. Jig presents you with a sizable quantity of gold. You attempt to politely refuse his generous gift, but he will hear nothing of it, and the matter is quickly settled. That's five thousand gold tokens. Well, he laughs, turning to look at the walls of Twithy behind him. I think I said to you by the fire one night a while back that I might someday see my way of giving it all up. Maybe today is Sunday. Duke turns to you and then glances back at the city. He looks at you once more. Well, in any case, there are some things that need, need to be reconciled. Before I can again listen to the call of the wilds. But for right now, I hear only the alehouse calling. Now, with all the gold you're toting, Sir Crogerton, the least you could do is buy me an ale. The cool breeze out of the west stirs the thick fog that twirls and eddies across the road leading up to the city gates. You cautiously motion for Jig to lead the way, and he smiled broadly, urging his horse to a trot. The sun is finally beginning to pierce the early morning haze when he rides into Twithick side by side with the troll hunter. Congratulations, Sir Crokington. You've triumphantly completed all the scenarios in the fourth Proving Ground contest, the troll hunter. It was no small feat, and now you'll be rewarded for your truly heroic efforts. Alright, I get 1,000, no, I get 4,096 experience to general, and 512 experience to all skills and powers, which is very nice. Your final score of 100% places you in the First Order of Adventurers, the Order of Archmaster Adventurer, entitling you to award 24 adventure tokens. Well done, Sir Grogerton. There we are. 24 adventurer tokens. I'll probably think of something to do with them eventually. Alright. Now, doing this has unlocked one more thing, which I'll quickly go to. And here it is. It's called a chance encounter. It's in Twithic. A familiar face greets you as you step out of the Griffin's Ledge Alehouse. Start the adventure. Here we go. It is a familiar face that greets you as you step out of the Griffin's Ledge Alehouse. A face you last saw nearly a year ago 
when you parted ways with the troll hunter, his company of huntsmen, the face of Tanvar Elmkin. Tanvar seems to have taken aback as you are by the chance encounter, and he quickly convinces you to reverse your course and head back to the outhouse. Once inside, he promptly orders two flagons of the autumn drought and takes a seat on the long wooden bench next to the fire, warming his feet as he catches you up on all that's inspired since your stint with the company. Tanvar tells you that since the company returned to Trithic almost a year ago, there have been no further hunts. You learn that Jeep's current whereabouts are unknown, though Tanvar believes he's somewhere in the southern part of the kingdom. He just... Gave it all up. Just gave it up, so it seems, says Tanvar, shrugging as he finishes off his ale. I think you saw the start of us all, with what happened on that ridge that day. But who's to say? In any event, he gave extra shares of gold to all of us, told us there'll be no more hunts for a while. The company disbanded and everyone went their own way. And... I've managed to stretch out my share, and I've been getting by training some of the town and village militias around these parts. Sure missed the hunt, though. At length, you and Tanvar are prepared to part ways, and the two of you step out of the alehouse onto the street. Suddenly, Tanvar tells you there's something for you. I nearly forgot, he exclaims. Jure gave it to me before he left. Told me to hold on to it lest I ever run into you again. Well, the world as it is. You might, might, you best come with me to claim it now. Or I might never see your hands. An hour later, you're standing in a small dwelling not far from the village of Torbok's main square. Torbok is one of the many small towns and villages that dot, dot the landscape surrounding Trithic. And it's here that Tanvar Emkin has for the time being, at least for the time being, settled down. The small two-room dwelling is cluttered with all manner of weaponry and gear of a huntsman. Tanvar, which we use a tall item standing in the corner, and after wiping off some of the dust that coats it, hands it to you. You instantly recognise it to be a troll bunt. Not just any old troll bunt, that one, he says, as you look over the many intricate carvings that adorn adorn the weapon's sturdy haft. That's Jurek's weapon. He wanted you to have it. If there's a weapon anywhere in the world more feared by all the trolldom, may the old father strike me down. That, my friend, is a fearsome piece. You tamp, you thank Tanvar as you strap Strap the weighty weapon onto your back. It's an engraved tollbot. It still has the power of the bot. And there's a melee rating of plus 10. And plus 20 extra versus trolls. So yeah. If you're ever fighting a troll. Bring this out. Even. No matter what. No matter what. Bring it out. Troll bonds are weapons that are specifically designed as trail slave bond. The troll pond was invented by Jury Galfox, better known throughout the Rose as Troll Hunter. This particular troll bond belonged to Jury himself. He instructed Tanvar to give it to you. His weapon was enchanted by a maid for whom for whom Jury took plate took care of a certain problem involving trolls. This, we- this weapon is of magical nature. But mostly, it has the power of the bond. Alright. You bid farewell to Tanvar and set out from Torbonk, heading back along, back towards Trithic. You're surprised that Jurek would choose to believe, bequeath his trusted weapon to you. Whether it means that he has given up the hunt for good, you're not entirely certain. The gates of Trithic come into view ahead. You wonder if you will ever again cross paths with the man you knew as the Troll Hunter.
Well, I guess you're just going to have to watch every future episode, listen to every future episode to find out whether we ever meet him again. Because I can't tell you either way, because that would be spoilers. Anyhow, that is the end of end of this episode. So next time, well, we are in Twithix, so what's there to do? There's the list of Tower 1. Is there anything in Blade Square? There's adventures there. Alright, and there's buildings, Squiffer Lakes Arrowhouse. Yeah, stuff. That, uh, yeah, anyway, there is stuff in. Alright, I'm gonna do the list of Tawarden next. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.